to episode 262 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right. Is it? I, nope. It's nope. 261. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. 261 of Magic the Amateuring. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm one of your hosts, Maria. And you're listening to a podcast for people who are new to the game of Magic, Magic players who want to improve their game, learn more about the world of Magic, or just want to have a good old time. And on today's episode, you might have heard a third laugh in the background. And no, that is not the sneaky laugh of Ghost Host. For Ghost's Host's laugh, uh, you know, is very musical and, and yes. light and airy. And also very high pitched. Very high like, pitched. <laughs> if your human ears can hear it, can you? Honestly, I think. What did I say? If your human ears can hear ear it. Oh, it's like a dog whistle. <sighs> Honestly, I feel like I. Just when I was trying to mimic ghost host laugh, I just laughed kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I have somewhere between like like a like a light gig and a cackle. Mm. If they had a if they had a laugh yeah. love child, whose laugh are we hearing, Maria? <laughs> if it's not ghost host, great question. Great question. Yeah. It is none other than the laugh of uh, our new amateur pro who will be joining us on some episodes. Gregory Michael, welcome. Yay, thanks for having me. You may remember Greg from the episode from, uh, featuring the Pirate Boys. Yes, how to, how to qualify for the how pro to tour. How for the pro tour. That's yep. right. Uh, Greg qualified for the pro tour back at GP Denver playing Blue White Spirits. The White Monument. That's right, Monument, but yes. it had spirits. Like one or two, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought it would be cool to have Greg come on and kind of be the voice of somebody who, you know, wanted to qualify for the pro tour for a long time. You know, you were grinding out at GPs and you got there, you're living the dream. And we just all want to know, like, what it's like to play at the pro tour, prepare for the pro tour and what you're learning along the way. Yeah, well, it's it's been a great experience so far, as we you heard in the last show. If you remember, my two friends, my fellow pirate boys qualified for the last pro tour, Sam and Matt. And Sam, you might have seen do particularly well at the Pro Tour. Uh, but here I am. It's it's my chance now. Uh, so I get to finally come and, and play in the Pro Tour. Very excited. And Sam will be there, too, after his great performance. Yeah, at the you're going to have to. So Sam yeah. is Sam Islandfeld, who managed a top four at the last Pro Tour. You're going to have to beat that, yeah, Greg. See, OK, this isn't <laughs> fair because so many people, you know, I'm like, it's my first Pro Tour. I'm not going to do very well. And everyone's response to that. Every single person is, <laughs> well, that's what Sam said, too. And look what happened. Oh, no. And yeah. now everyone has pressure really high expectations for me fortunately i have very low expectations for myself so <laughs> i think they get kind of good. mitigated to a nice medium expectation that level. way if you exceed them you'll just be you know like it's all upside yeah exactly and if you underseed them it'll just be like well that's what i thought would happen yeah no it's true uh, if you were at GP Indy or if you're at GP Houston or the PT, you'll see Greg there wearing some sweet Magic the Amateuring G Greg's. <laughs> so Magic the Amateuring okay, Greg's. <laughs> I was trying to, what was the word I'm looking gear? for? Gear? Gear. Thank you. <laughs> Greg's gear. That's what we're going to call it. Gear. Greg's I was gear. Like, you can do that. I was like, I know the word I'm looking for starts with a G, but all I could figure out was your name <laughs> Okay. Greg's gear. There are a lot of G's in it. So Some sweet Magic the Amateur and Greg's. <laughs> you can buy your own Magic the Amateur and Greg's on magictheamateuring.com slash shops. That's right. Slash shop. Singular. I should change it to slash Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Magic the Amateur. 
And so like be Greg. People go to the shop and they're like, click on it, and anybody who looks at the URL is like, what? There's just a nice picture of my face there. Greg. Slash Greg. Yeah, you're wearing our sweet uh shirt and yeah. you got our play mat. And anybody who wants can also ask you for a sticker. Yeah, I have some stickers and I got to meet some great fans of the show at GP Indie. That was really fun. Oh awesome. Um and so I'll be at GP Houston wearing my MTA cast t-shirt if you want to come say hi. Also, if you're at the Pro Tour in Bilbao by any chance, I would love to meet some fans of the show. I always love chatting with Megan and Maria's fans. Y'all are some of the most fun magic players out there. So that's I'm always happy for a nice chat with a fan. So, so come too. say hi. Yeah, give, yeah. give a hi-fi to amateur pro Greg. Yeah, it's great. And speaking of uh, Indy, that was this past weekend, the Grand Prix there. It was Team Limited, so we're going to talk about Rivals of Ixalan Limited. Where are we at? You know, it Big just got really... <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. Okay. Just recently released. How are we liking the set? What's it like? We've got some tips for the noobs yep. from Rivals of Ixalan. We'll yep. talk about Greg's PT prep. Yep. And then we'll have a sweet flavor text theater as well as some other modern talk. Yes. I almost forgot the word talk. Some I, sweet modern. Words are really hard today. Modern gray. <laughs> they really are. I was like, some sweet modern. Find the word. Greg. Greg. <laughs> We're just going to use Greg whenever you kind of have a brain fart and you can't think of a word. Just use Greg. I don't know. Greg. I feel like that's going to end poorly. I think it's going to end Greg. Greg. <laughs> but before we do any of that, we've got some people to thank. Number one is you, everybody who supports the show on Patreon.com slash MTAcast. Guess what? Greg is one of our supporters. What? Yeah. And he's Whoa. on the show. Whoa. He's Whoa. on the show. Come on, join Tour. And the Pro Tour. And yeah. the Pro Tour. Yeah. I did become a patron very very soon before I joined the pro, before you, you I see? got on the program. Cause and effect right yeah, there. Right That's there. how that works. Trust In me. action. Results oriented thinking. Yep. yep. It's true. <laughs> um, thank you so much to everyone who supports the show. It is amazing. It helps us get all of the things that we want to get done for you. Podcast material. God, why can I not think of words? Greg. Podcasts. Videos. Video Greg. <laughs> Stream Gregs. Stream Gregs. <laughs> Food Gregs. Oh, those boy. Are the best Gregs. Yeah. Uh, yes, all of those things and more. And some extra special, exciting yes. news uh, on the MTA front <laughs> is that we have recently leased Ravnica. Ravnica! Not Yay. the entire plane. No. But we have le leased an office. In what we have termed Ravnica. Yes. Kind. It's just kind of our... We took the... the what's the word I'm looking for? The Greg. first plane. We took the, the first, first plane that we were ever on. <laughs> which was Ravnica. Uh, yep. We started during Return to Ravnica. Yeah. So we're naming our very first brand new... Uh, MTA office space after Ravnica. And it's really, really wonderful and a huge step forward for us. Of course, we couldn't have done it without all of your support out there in Magicland. And the change is going to mean some great changes for you, too. It's going to mean higher production quality yep. for all but of our videos. The wall behind us is going to look... <laughs> One million times better. Yeah, I don't, you know, like this, now it's just a random assortment of things. What is this junk? All the videos you watch on our YouTube channel are going to look better. There's not going to be a door and a closet that goes to somewhere. I'm not sure I haven't opened yeah. it since I bought the house. Um, <laughs> I came in through the, uh, through the ceiling. The ceiling? I came yeah. down. Dropped yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to have space to be able to record, hopefully, top-down videos for you. I know that's something that a lot of people requested, which is to see Megan and me play real-life magic against each other. Yeah. A better and maybe streaming with some setup. friends also. So. What? <laughs> All we right, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 
so it's so wonderful and exciting. And I know some people have been saying that they wanted to help us out with the new office acquisition. So we have a way. Of course, you can always be a patron. And that is the number one way to support Magic the Amateuring. But if you want to specifically help us out with Ravnica, we have a special incentive for you. We've set up a PayPal link at paypal.me slash mtacast. And you can head over there and donate any amount you want. You don't have to worry about fees. We are in, we uh, we cover those. And that will all go to helping uh, support Magic the Amateuring's brand new Ravnica office. And if you give $50 or more, you'll get your name on a special plaque on the wall. That's right. For being a special supporter of Ravnica. Yay, Ravnica. And I think it's I think it's really cool and we're super excited about it. But this is just an example of how, you know, what you do helps what we do and, and helps make everything better for you too. Thank the you band. as well to um what? Helps make helps us make it better for you too, the band. Oh yeah, you too. Marie and Bono. I are working on making things better for Bono. <laughs> and the edge. I don't know any other members. The rain of the rainbow. <laughs> The waterfall. <laughs> the Edge is the name of the bass player. I know, but do they all have like titles like that? No, I think it's just his name. Oh. My understanding is that the Edge's name is The Edge. <laughs> That's badass. All right. It really is. <laughs> you know what it's all what's also badass is Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast is the best place to go to buy your singles, buy your boxes. Look at this box of rivals. Buy your of doubles, buy your triples. Triple is important because that's how many packs are in a draft. Yeah, you need those. That's yeah. right. That's you can sweet, get one of sweet, these. sweet box. Yeah. Uh, you can get sleeves. You can get deck boxes. You can get binders. You can get. I'm going to keep coming up with real things. Greg. <laughs> no, that's the one uh, thing. Yep, you can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I did. I, I bought my brother some magic cards for Christmas and I bought them at Card Kingdom slash MTA cast. <gasps> Thank you and so much. And I was worried that they wouldn't come in time because I was I procrastinated and didn't buy them soon enough. Yeah. But they came very promptly. So awesome. that's what we always Card say. Kingdom. That is what very we say. Prompt. And it's yes. true. So, yeah, an exciting show coming up for you, Greg. Are you ready to Greg? Uh, always, always ready to Greg. Never <laughs> not ready to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Never not Greg to Greg. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> For the noobs, Rixalon. That's right. Everyone, these are our Rix tips. Uh, if you are drafting rivals of Ixalan and you're sort of like, hey, I haven't quite found my bearing in this format yet, we're here to help you bear away. That's right. Uh, so Bears we're each yes, we're in this format. <laughs> it turns we're really out really helping you bear away. <laughs> uh, Tip number gonna, one: draft bears. Draft bears. Uh, we're each going to crack our first pack here, uh, and we'll just start there. So, all right, nice. Remember, um, rares and fancy cards we open uh, are going to be given away at the end of the month. So next episode to a special patron. That's right. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm already ready to talk about my pack because uh, I have some some great options, yeah. but I know what I'm taking. I also know what I'm taking, and I have a double face card, so I'd have to announce it to the table. Would you like oh, to yeah. announce What's your, your double, double face? face? Hadana's Climb. Ooh. I know what I'm taking out of your pack if I were you. <laughs> it's this card. This card is busted and broken, but I, I digress. Go ahead, Megan. Uh, yeah, so I have, um, my rare is the Immortal Sun, oh, also yes. a busted rare. Oh my gosh. Uh, a mythic, in fact. It is six mana for a legendary artifact that says uh, players can't activate Planeswalker's loyalty abilities. At the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. God, it's so good. Spells you cast cost one less to cast, and creatures you control get plus one, plus one. 
So that's sick. Um, I do have like some other considerations. Like I'm definitely taking that. Oh, it's yeah. It's so good. But there is also maybe my favorite uncommon. One of my favorites. No, it's so good. Sadistic Sky Marcher. Love that card. Two and a black for a 2-2 vampire soldier. Uh, you have to reveal a vampire card or pay an additional one. Uh, and it has flying and lifelink. This card, great. You have to deal with it. It's, yeah. This format's about racing and that this changes card, the race. It really does. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, I'm picking the Immortal Sun, but, you know, mad props to Sadistic Sky Marcher. And this is a, like just a quick question, Greg, as yeah. our amateur pro. Um, Immortal Sun costs six mana. That's expensive. It is. Okay. And this format is known to be fast. At least that's what Megan and I were spouting out of our mouth holes last episode. So if this format is really fast, can you afford to draft something like the Immortal Sun? So I like the Immortal Sun a lot because, so it has three main abilities. One is that you get to draw an extra card. One is that your spells cost less. And one is that all your creatures get plus one, plus one. And normally cards like this, expensive artifacts, they don't really affect the board that much. But this one comes down and has an immediate effect that all your creatures get plus one, plus one. So even if it's a fast game, this card comes down and affects the board right away. And then if the game happens to go longer, you're just 100% to win because you have this great card advantage going and you have uh, all your spells are cheaper so you can play all the cards you draw. Now, I will say at my last GP, uh, someone played this against me and they ended up milling themselves out because they drew two cards a turn (laughs) (laughs) in a really long game. So uh, try to close out the game. Uh, Don't wait too long. Uh, but it was a close game. I, I should. Yeah. I, and I to have be to fair, they credit. met with a busted rare from you, which yes. is settle the record. Yes, yes. So. They tried to close out the game and failed. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So you do want to like? I would. I want to have a board by the time yes. I'm casting this because I really want that creatures uh, clause at the very end to have a good impact. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's hear what let's hear what you're drafting. Well, in my pack, uh, it sounds like we have a lot of busted rares going around uh, because my pack has the card Bishop of Binding. Wow. Nice. Uh, so this is a four mana one one, which isn't very exciting, but it has two abilities. One, when it comes into play, you get to exile one of your opponent's creatures as long as your bishop stays in play. So you get to remove one of their things, which is really good. Um, and when it attacks, target vampire you control gets plus X plus X, where X is the power of the exiled card. Nice. So it can grow itself and attack for a lot, or you can attack with it and grow something else, like if you have a flyer you want to get through, um, and it removes one of their threats, and your opponent really has to answer it to get their threat back. So I think yeah. I'm going to take this Bishop of Binding. Um, Ooh, you're going to like some, what I'm passing you. <laughs> some other cards in the pack. Uh, there's, a, there's a Bombard which is one of my favorite mm. removal spells in the format because it's an instant. It's a three-mana instant that deals four damage. So before I saw my rare, uh, I thought I was going to take that. Um, and a couple good good quality creatures in all the tribes. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, something nice will come back for me in this pack. Okay, awesome. so everybody knows what I'm taking here. Hadana's Climb, uh, which is one green-blue for a legendary enchantment. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on target creature you control... Okay, sweet. Then if that creature has three or more plus one, plus one counters on it, you transform it. It transformed into Winged Temple of Arazka. Taps for any color of mana. You can pay three, one green, blue, and tap it. Target creature you control gains flying and gets plus X, plus X until end of turn where X is its power. Are you kidding me? That card is so good. This card will close out a game. It's cheap enough. It's only three mana. It buffs up your creatures in the process. And then when it flips, you win. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's so good. And like green blue especially has a lot of one drops. Yes. That are worth playing like Miss Cloaked Herald, which is unblockable mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, you can go easily in this in that color combination. You can go one drop, one, two, two drop this and just like start putting yeah. counters on them. Yeah. Scoop, Scoop City. That's where they are. They see also, that. It also has a lot of other things that put counters on things. So sometimes you just play this card yeah. and put your third counter on something that already has two counters and you automatically flip it. And oh, then it's out of like danger good. range because then yeah. it's a land. Mm-hmm. So good. So um, my rare is actually foil as well. I have a foil in here. Kumena's Awakening, Ooh. which is a really cool also card. Also a very good card. If you have the city's blessing, you get to draw two cards, kind of uh, at your upkeep, same as the Immortal Sun. If you don't, then everybody gets to do it. Dire yeah. Fleet Netbreaker is great. Cherish Hatchling, also very good. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty strong pack, but I'm taking this Adonis climb. Nice. Get real. Nice, nice. nice. All right, so now I'm going right. to, we're all pass. passing left. Pass. Pass. I'm going to crack a new, <laughs> I'm going to crack pass. a new pack over here. So you, you gotta take are you going to take, out take a card out I, for that I person? I will take the okay. best card out. Okay. So wait, I'll, I will, I will draft for one other person at this table. So this person mm. opened up, ooh, this is going to be rough for you, Greg, because this person <laughs> opened ooh. Champion of Dust. It's a good oh, vampire. It's a great vampire. Right I don't know So that. you have to play as so though you don't know that. Oh, yeah, I definitely don't. Uh, I don't know Champion what, of Dust is what. so good. Uh, Maria and I played a drafted a vampire's deck last week. Yeah. Uh, that 3 0'd quite yeah. easily, and it had this card in it. And it was just like, you would just draw four you cards. You draw four cards. It's like, it's five mana. You get a 4 4 and you draw four cards. <laughs> Yeah, so you draw equal to the number of vampires you can draw, so you're always going to draw at least one. So I saw people this past weekend put in their black deck, no vampires other than that card. Yeah. You know, or the incidental vampire. It's a 4-4, so it's already good. It doesn't matter. Uh, Yeah, and honestly, there's not too much else. There's like a miscloaked herald, which I'm actually pretty, uh, I, I like that card. Well, so uh, if they the take the champion of now, you can just talk about what you're going to take. That's true. Okay. So hold on just a second. What They're am gonna I going to take? are going to take champion of dusk. This person in the seat next to me. Uh, and as my second pick, wow. This is hard, actually. I know, right? Not knowing at all what my opponent took. Wow. Um, Greg, you sent me some inter- interesting choices. Yeah. So some notable stuff in this pack is there's a Pitiless Plunderer, which is three and a black for a one for whenever another creature you control dies, create a colorless artifact treasure or uh, token with... Okay, you create a treasure. Actually, yeah, not taking that. That's for sure. <laughs> There's the 2-2 dinosaur that flies for three and a white that can give another dinosaur flying. I don't think... You know, I haven't been a huge fan of that either. You know what? I... Yeah, there's a Kite Sail Corsair. I will say, that's a card that I've really, really liked in testing a lot. It's the two mana, two one, that when it attacks, it gets flying. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have much synergy with your other card, because your other card's a little slower, and this card's really aggressive. Um, but I've been a huge fan of this card. That's true. I do think that I'm taking that, or Miss Cloak Herald, or not knowing mm-hmm. what my opponent took, or the person to my right took, maybe Martyr of Dusk, which I've also really liked. Yeah. Great card. Uh, so that's tough. I'm going to ponder those three cards for a minute. Greg, you tell us what you're looking well, at. Well, uh, Megan kind of spoiled my choice when she <laughs> revealed the Sadistic Sky Marker oh, in yeah. this pack. Because I'm very excited by that card. I already have one vampire in my deck that costs four, and this is a vampire that costs three that needs me to have another vampire in my hand. So my cards have a lot of synergy. This is one of the strongest cards in the vampire archetype, so that makes me think that that might be open. So I'm really excited to draft this card. Uh, you really want it. me to pass you this martyr? Well, I, 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 I don't even know it. what you're doing. It's a draft. Um, it's very true. It's very true. Yeah. I wanted to call out to some of the commons in this pack, because we've been talking a lot about uncommons and rares, and sometimes yeah. When you're drafting, that's 
you know, you know to take the rare a lot of the times. Um, but some commons in this back I really like. Water Knot is a really good card. Uh, it's a it's a nice removal spell in blue. Um, and the card Crashing Tide I've really been impressed by in the in the Merfolk deck especially. Um, and there's a nice green white uh, multicolor card which is at Atsukazan Seer. Greg Seer. Greg Seer. And so that would actually, now that I think about it, go well with my bishop too, because it's a white card and this is green white. Um, but I still think that the Sky Marcher is what I would take. Yeah, you kind of want to start building your critical mass of vampires yeah. just because there's so many cards that care if your creature type yeah. is vampire. And that deck is popular, Absolutely. but if you can get into it, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so Greg has shipped me, you know, we've talked about some of it here. There's a cherished hatchling in the pack, which can be good if you are a dedicated dino strategy. However, I have seen it be very often just a two one for one with uh, sadly no upside. Now, my first pick was Hadana's Climb, so that is green. However, there's some pretty good merfolk in here in blue, including Miscloaked Herald and Guilt Grove Stalker. And there's also a Jadecraft Artisan, um, which ha- which I've liked. But my inclination is to honestly just take this little one drop. Yeah. One one unblockable. Do you know what? I'm feeling the same over here, yeah. honestly. Um, I like it. The only reason I like it over Kitesail Corsair is because I have found that if you want to have a tribal synergy, like if you want to if you want to be super aggro, tribal synergies are where it's at. Yeah. And I think it's a li- usually a little bit easier to get into Merfolk, I've found, than to get into Pirates. Uh, and so this makes, like, if I pick up a bunch of, like, dumb Jade Bearers, which is a dumb card, except if you play a Miscloaked Herald on one and then play a Jade Bearer on two and put the counter on it, then you've put yourself in a really nice spot. Greg, uh, do you agree with this pick of mine, by the way? Uh, I think I would take the bomb. Well... I actually maybe like the Guilt Grove Stalker over the Miscloak Herald if we're trying to be Merfolk. Uh, it's it's a, it's two power and is also hard to block. But I, honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't drafted this deck that much, so uh, my experience with it is is little. All right. Well, I'm I'm going hard. Yeah. Okay. Going hard on the Miscloak Herald. All right. Should this be our our last one? Last yeah, pick. I'll just pass this. I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna crack anymore. Okay. Well, you just so passed. you guys just tell me your next picks. Yeah. So this is hard. I there's so this is the pack Megan had. It has the Martyr of Dusk, which is a good vampire for my vampire stack. But you see that a two drop. Um, there's this flying dinosaur, but I don't have many other dinosaurs, so I'm not too interested. Um, there's a Hunt the Week, which is a really good removal spell in green. Um, but I haven't been the most impressed by green, um, and I like the Kite Sail Courser. Uh, but I think I'm going to take the Martyr of Dusk to stay on theme. With my vampires. Yeah, keep passing me those merfolk. <laughs> I'm going to take a water knot here, obviously. It's just a straight-up removal spell. Um, yep. Crashing Tide, I think, is a runner-up. And Secrets of the Golden City, I think, is good, but you yep. don't need to pick it this high. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. All right, everybody. All right. Well, we've got we've got a good start here. Hadana's Climb, Miss Cloak Tailed Water Knot. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah, I think yours is good. You're both I, looking great. I'd be yeah. thrilled to start on a pro tour with these three cards yeah. in my first draft. I'd be very happy. I have drafted two seats, one of which has one card and Champion of Dust. <laughs> that person is feeling pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they're feeling great. Yeah. And my seat, which has Immortal Sun and Miss Cloak Herald, yeah. which, you know, maybe I should maybe I should be more willing to try drafting some pirates. But I've, yeah. I've really enjoyed One Drop Merfolk. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. very good. You do need 
a lot of one drops. You do need a critical mass of one drops. Yeah. So, Greg, overall, what are your thoughts on Rivals of Ixalan so far that you've discovered in your pro tour testing and your testing leading up to Indianapolis? Yeah, well, so almost all of my limited testing has been team sealed, which is not what I'll be playing at the pro tour. Um, but it was it's it's informative. So we really liked playing uh, team sealed uh, every I, we think that every single pool had a black-white deck, and I played black-white both days. So I got a, a lot of experience playing with the vampire deck. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, nice. Team Seal decks are usually even better than draft decks. So I've seen a lot of what like the best of the best decks in the format look like. Um, and so now I have to go back to draft where the decks are a little worse. Um, <laughs> so that might be a hard adjustment. Um, but we've uh, our team has been loving the pirate decks. With kite sail, a lot of kite sail coursers, a lot of the two one menace that's red, a lot of evasive two drops. Um, that deck has been winning a lot. So, are us. you you liking black blue pirates, red blue? We like blue red. Blue pirates. red. Okay. That, that, but but one of our no. Okay, yeah. One day we had a blue black. One day we had a blue red. But the blue red I think has the most in in Ricks. Yeah, I awesome. agree that I've seen like since. Since the switchover, I've seen way more, at least draft-wise, blue-red pirate decks than I yeah. have blue-black. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get access to Stormfleet Sprinter, which is really oh, cool. That yeah. card is brutal. Yeah. Also, so I'm going to draft so much this week preparing for the Pro Tour, and this episode's <laughs> going to come out, and I'm going to listen back to it, and I'm going to be like, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like but, what's so cool about draft, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's is... true, and it changes a lot. People learn about what decks are good, and then mm-hmm. a lot of people want to draft them, and then you want to draft the other decks that that people don't know about. Yeah. Uh, so there was a something that was kind of interesting that came up uh, at Grand Prix Indianapolis this past weekend as far as team sealed went and I'm, you know, pretty sure you could do the same thing in draft if you wanted to, which is building white blue hexproof or white blue evasion. So normally we call this deck white blue skies, but when I say hexproof I mean we're putting auras on our creatures that have hexproof or can't be blocked. So the three two uh, that has flying, you can put a Squire's Devotion on a Soul of the Rapids and swing in for lifelinking damage. And there's not a thing that your opponent can do about it except block if they can. Or you can just draft things like Slippery Scoundrel and put uh, Curious Obsession on it and swing in and draw all the cards oh. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. We talked a lot about maybe putting a Tilo, Tilonani's Crown uh, which is the plus three plus oh, trample sure. aura on the three two and hexproof? Uh, one of the teams we were working with really liked that deck, uh, and since those cards are both common, you usually had access to them in Team Sealed. Um, and so we talked about that deck a lot. We never ended up doing it, um, but but we always kind of wanted to. It seems really sweet. Yeah, I so. like finding kind of these off color you know, mystery decks that aren't obvious, Yeah, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I've drafted a little bit of blue-white and seen a couple of people draft the blue-white Skies deck. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, there are a lot of flyers. Like, Kite Sail Corsair is great in that because you can go two-drop flyer and then, like, the Exultant Sky Marcher, you can have, like, a three-drop flyer. And, like, you can just, you just go up the curve with flyers all the way. And it's like, how is someone ever supposed to race that? Resplendent yeah. Griffin is yeah. a card. It is. Very good. But I think that was one of the cool things that we saw um, this past weekend. Another thing I just want to call it quick is the Forerunners. So you have Forerunner of the Empire for the Dinosaurs, Forerunner of the Coalition for the Pirates, Forerunner of the Legion, and Forerunner of the Heralds for the Merfolk. Number one Forerunner. Just going to say it right here. Forerunner of the Empire. That is card's that the red one? insane. Yeah, that is the Dinosaur Forerunner. And what <laughs> happens is you can go get your Needletooth Raptor with it. 
put it into play or your polyraptor or whatever dumb card that has enrage on it and then immediately you're going to get value off of it when you play it because forerunner's ability says you may deal one to all creatures so enrage will trigger and then you get you just you're just rolling in it at that point you're rolling in the dino love I'm sorry. Why I are saw you yelling? I saw that Forerunner of the Empire be responsible for more bloats than any other card, I think, the whole weekend. It's very, very good. And it's just, you know, just your average. I mean, it's not a mythic rare. It's not a rare. Anyway, just want to point that out. That's a fun deck to draft now. You yeah. couldn't really draft Solid in uncommon. Rage before. Draft, yeah. like, people are always talking about looking for draft around uncommons. Yeah. Um, which... Like, arguably, sometimes it's harder to do in tribal because you're also trying to draft a tribe. But I feel like that's a card that comes up where it's like, yeah, oh, for you sure. want to you just want those enraged dinos all day. I have to give a shout out to Forerunner of the Legion, the vampire Forerunner. Right. That card oh, yeah. is also excellent. I've been very impressed by that. I think it's almost as good at pumping your team as the vampire lord. Uh, and if you have a vampire lord, it go, goes and finds your vampire lord. And so yep. suddenly your team of vampires is just enormously huge and they can't ever hope of blocking them. Yeah. Um, so I, I. Do you want to fight, Greg? Fight uh, me. I think I'll fight. I, I, I'm <laughs> gonna say, I mean, this card is not a forerunner, but it's uh, uh, I think it's a two and a black vamp. That's a 2-2 two, two that gives plus one, plus one in Menace when it comes into play. Voracious vampire. vampire, yeah. Uh, I drafted a vampire deck that had a couple of those. So good. And it's just, it's so good because your opponent will be trying to stabilize against all of these vampires. And it's just like, well, never mind. Did you leave two blockers back? No. Like, no. it'll get in. Or if you have flying vampires and it's like, oh, I have one flying blocker. It's like, well, that's great. If I give this Menace, you're never going to be able to block it. People talk about blocking being bad in this format, that it's hard to block. And that is, the and for me, true. the number one card that makes it hard to block. Yeah. Because the merfolk creatures and the pirates are already unblockable. <laughs> so you're like, at least I can already block the vampires. Nope. But never then mind. they give them no. all menace with this menace guy. And yeah. So yeah. blocking is hard. It's a real Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pausing the podcast for a brief moment to say thank you to our gear Ooh. sponsors, Ultra Pro. Ultra That's Pro! Right. You can even get their amazing stuff, which includes sleeves and playmats and awesome dice and deck boxes at Card Kingdom. I know. Just mash it all up in one. Synergy. And here's uh, this thing. I was uh, using a notebook from Ultra Pro this past weekend at Indie, and it was really cool. Uh, So Rich just gave them to us to use for the show, Um, but I didn't get to keep it in. I was mad because it was so cool. It was a life total notebook. So it's like a little nice, you know, tiny life total size, and it had the unstable land art on them so you can get uh, excuse me not unstable unhinged so you can get those lands obviously you know on the sleeves already yeah um so now you can get them in life tracker notebooks and they're super nice quality they've got the little strap and they stay open really nice on the table highly recommend them and that's an awesome new product from ultra pro that I put my stamp of approval on. Um, and Ultra Pro has put their stamp of approval on us, so we couldn't be happier to have them as part of the Magic the Amateuring family. It's time to talk about the Pro Tour and testing for it. Uh, amateur Pro Greg is going to be at Pro Tour Bilbao, Pro Tour Rivals of Ixalan, which is actually kind of a misnomer because this is a modern Pro Tour. It is a modern Pro Tour. So, Ooh, first yeah. of all, Number. Although, we will see some rivals. Oh, yeah, we're going to see drafts. Some limited. Yep. But I was going to say Merfolk is playing these. That's buddies. true. That's true. Yeah. 
hopefully some people bring merfolk i think that'd be really cool and undoubtedly like a few people will yeah it's a fun deck and competitive um i just want to know you know just how how do you feel right now you're you're like a couple weeks away from it first pro tour this is something you've worked up to for a long time how are you feeling well i really wish this were a standard pro tour because <laughs> i've never played modern in my life and i said that on the yeah. last show and you were like the pro tours months away i'm sure you'll have time to play tons of modern uh but i still have played very little modern i've i've done a few leagues to test i've played some with some friends to test i've gotten some experience with some decks but uh even still i feel like i really never know what's going on uh uh, and standard is so exciting now. They just banned some cards, so no one knows know. what's going on. So it's you could true. try that. I wouldn't be the only one trying a fresh new format if it were standard. Um, but that's okay. I, I'm still excited to be going to the Pro Tour. Um, I had some fun picking out a deck. Uh, I talked a lot with some friends. Um, like, you say, like, picking out a deck, like you went to the deck store and yeah. they're like, let's try this one. You know? No. Let's try on this one. No. I wish you could do that. Never in my life have I lived literally made a pro con list like you know a lot of times people are like make a pro con list and you're kind of in your head go through the pros and the cons but no i actually took a piece of paper <laughs> out and wrote down three or four decks that i was t- thinking about and for each one i wrote out like pro like you know this has this card that i really like in it <laughs> pro you know my friend andrew plays this deck so he'd be able to help me si- with sideboarding choices like Con, it's a really hard deck, and this card is really confusing. You know, con, everyone will have hate for it in their sideboards. Are you uh, talking about Affinity right yeah, now? Yeah, I did. Okay. Affinity was on the list, yeah. <laughs> Number <laughs> one was, hated deck. Yeah. Uh, in, as far as sideboard goes, Yeah, I and it's like. super hard to play. You have to make all these ridiculous lines that, that were just too hard, and I don't have time to prepare. Yeah. Um, so a lot of players on the Pro Tour won't say what they're playing. Oh, should I not? I was going to say what I'm it's playing, but you. now I don't it's, think But I'm just letting you know. Too. Okay. You. It's just I'm, like literally only one person who plays a pro tour listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. It's, it's me. I can wow. think of two people. Oh, can you think of two? I can think of two. Maybe. <laughs> so like your chances of being a pro tour and you listen to this, please tweet at us with the hashtag Greg's deck list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going to say it. But uh, even if we don't tell you what they're playing, we're just saying, just tweet at us like, I listen, and then hashtag Greg's deck list. I'm going to tweet that at you, because I'm playing on the Pro Tour, and I will definitely listen listen to this Here's the thing. You know what somebody is playing when they put down their first land most of the time in modern. That's true. That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you. Here, how about this? I'll compromise, and I'll tell you what's on the Pro Con list that I made. Okay. Okay. Okay, Affinity was on the Pro Con list. Okay. We got, actually, I'm very proud of having guessed that one. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Based on Andrew, because you know what Andrew plays. Is that, uh, like that, that and you said it was complicated and people have hate yeah, for it. Yeah, okay. Those are two things I know about Affinity. Uh, Affinity was on the pro cons list. Uh, Counters Company was on the pros con list. Okay, Collected Company deck. is my favorite card in Magic, uh, or it's definitely up there. So I was happy to put that on the list. That was its first pro, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Eldrazi yep. Tron was on the pro con list. 
uh, and Burn was on the pro con oh, list. Oh, Burn. So the, these are the four main decks I considered. Uh, they I, all make you a monster. Do they? <laughs> they all make you a monster. Well, yeah. I really like creature-based decks. I'm really a limited player. Oh, boy. So, what is Burn doing? I yeah, Burn Burn was kind of the, the weird, weird one out uh, yeah. on the list. But, like, Eldrazi Tron and Counters Company are both really, like, creature-based decks, so that's what drew me to those. Um, but... Yeah, I actually listened while I was first figuring this out. Listened to the the, the MTA ca- uh, Magic the Amateuring <laughs> bit where they did the, the 30 second 30 modern description. Yeah. Uh, it was a nice little mental recap of all the decks that I could consider. Very informational. Uh, it was, oh, yes. It was quite fun. <laughs> we, we've uh, had a number of people have actually mentioned that episode to me specifically and yeah. said that they really liked it. So I'm yeah. happy that people are getting used out of it. We'll have to do another one with all the ones we forgot. Yeah. 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 Because uh, we did forget we a did. fair amount. For as many as we covered, we probably left out as many as we covered because modern is a format. Like, I know that people are like, oh, it sucks. Like, they just banned cards in standard and we would have a brand new format. That being said, like, modern is awesome and there are so many decks out there. Oh, right yeah. Now. There's just a million that you could possibly play. Yeah. And they all have pros and cons. But it, it really makes it hard testing because if you know modern really well, you know all the deck lists really well. But I don't. And so when I'm playing with friends, they're like, oh, you know, this deck is playing Logic Knot now. So be sure to play around that. And I'm like, <laughs> that's I hard. I wouldn't have known that if you hadn't told me. So yeah. I'm hoping to learn a lot of this stuff. I, I've cleared my schedule for the entire week to play Magic, Draft and Modern. So I'm going to just blitz. I'm going to cram really hard for the exam uh, and, <laughs> and hope and that's good pass. enough. <laughs> What's what's passing for you at the Pro Tour? Uh, in the words of Sam Eilenfeld, I'm just hoping to win a match. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sam. And you know what? He and he did, did. He did win a match. He won one match. <laughs> Turns out. At least. Match. Uh, <laughs> at least yeah. one that we know of. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm also just excited to go to Bilbao with Sam and some other friends. And, and we're going to go see the, see the country and see the city and... Uh, I'm very excited for that, too. So uh, I think, you know, one thing when you asked me about about qualifying for the Pro Tour, I said making sure that magic tournaments are fun and that you're going with friends and having a great time no matter the result of your tournament. So I'm really looking forward to taking a week off work and going to Spain and going to Houston beforehand and seeing some family. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's right. Fancy geometry can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Greg does fancy geometry. That's one word. You call it two. theoretical math? No, theoretical it's like it was some kind of, it's like, it's I like, wait, lo- it's okay. like shape okay. algebra. If you want to hate Ooh. on it, like math, I, I bet a lot of your it. listeners study, not, uh, study math. I am not That's hating true. on it That's, at all. I am I'm making fun of it. my <laughs> own inability to remember exactly what it is. So I am now calling it either fancy <laughs> geometry or shape algebra. I like shape algebra better. <laughs> Shape algebra would make me less scared of it. What do you study? Shape Shape algebra. algebra. It's like kind of right. One square times one square equals a trapezoid. How? It's more like a hexagon, but (laughs) thanks for trying. I already failed. Thanks for trying. Oh my God. If you would write that on the bottom of my essay... Thanks for trying. Some mathematician is listening to this, trying to figure out in what world a square times a square is a hexagon. So for you, I just made it up. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Geometry was by far my worst subject in school ever, ever. I know. And I've quite liked algebra, but it was just like I couldn't. The shapes 
You understand. I, I do. I do understand. What is the technical name for what you do? Uh, I am uh, getting a PhD in mathematics. I'm studying algebraic topology. Wow. So I was shape algebra. It's, it's like is topology algebra. is fancy geometry. Yes. Kind of. And then topology? Topology. You know Not wow. the study of uh, map elevation. That's topography. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is this topology? Different. Topology with an L. So you're like, you're feeling algebra. sorry for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Greg, uh, we wish you the best of luck at the pro tour. Yeah, thanks um, a lot. I, it was, it was we great. Only, we expect nothing less than a top four from you. Uh, and I would lower your expectations a little, <laughs> just like a little bit, you know, maybe like a couple, you know, no. points. No. <laughs> but it's super cool you're going, and we're really proud to be your friends and yeah, like thanks. see you go to this yeah. big tournament. Yeah, and, and I'm excited. I'm I'm honored to be repping your podcast at the pro tour. I'll be wearing my Magic the Amateur and Greg. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So yep. Uh, yep. yeah, come up yep. and say hi if you see me. <laughs> I'd love to meet you. You're you're the one member of Team MTA Cast. Yeah. The oh, I'm tour. the no. I said I was the uh, unofficial team captain of the non-existent. Team MTA. Okay, cast. perfect. That's yeah, right. that's, perfect. That's my title. Currently yeah. last in the team rankings. Currently, yes. well, yes, oh. tied for last. We'll see. With all the other non-existent <laughs> teams. Uh, yeah, can Ghost Host be on my team? Are they qualified for the Pro Tour? Uh, Ghost Host, are you qualified for this one? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Be qualified. There, so. See you there. I have also been practicing modern for my own less illustrious tournament. I don't uh, know about that. That's true. I'm super excited because uh, along with. Sam Eilenfeld, and Emma Handy from the Star City Games circuit. Uh, we are playing together in the Team Modern Super League, Ooh. coming to Twitch at your home. Which is, <laughs> which is like, like a, a Twitch near you, but it's like, it's not near you. It's literally in your home. Wait, it's Twitch. My don't, Twitch don't is often in my work hand. Or at a coffee shop. That's right. Try to watch at home. Twitch at home. Uh... Starting in February, uh, the first Tuesday of February, actually, our team is taking on the team of Li Shi Tian, Raph Levy, and Patrick Dickman. Oh, is that all? That's, <laughs> that's it. Multiple-time uh, multiple pro tour topic competitor Li Shi Tian, as Ooh. well as some other real good pros. And one-time pro tour top eight competitor Sam Eilenfeld. That's right. Is that's on our true. team. So yeah. Thank God we've got that. That's true. <laughs> so this, what's the format of the Super League? Because people might be familiar with like Vintage Super League or the Community right. Super League. What are you doing this time? Okay, so in the Team Modern Super League, uh, we will have uh, submitted our team. We'll have submitted six decks, six modern decks, uh, the day before, and those decks can only overlap by two cards. Uh, so the idea is that you're going to see real, like you're not going to see just a, like some made up decks because you're trying not to overlap at all. You get to see six real decks, but they're going to be very, like very different strategies. You don't want six variations on Death Shadow. I would scream. Um, and it would be impossible in this uh, yeah, format too. Exactly. Uh, so then, and then the team that you're playing against gets to ban one of your decks. <laughs> so one of them, they're not going to have to play against. And then it's a King of the Hill format when we play. So like you'll each pl pick your first player in the first deck that they're playing. Uh, and they'll battle. And the winner keeps playing with that deck. And then the losing team gets to pick their next player and the next deck that they're going to bring up against them. Cool. It's pretty sweet. I'm very excited. So you can watch the trailer, by the way, for this on YouTube. Um, it's pretty sweet announcing all the teams. And you've got your work cut out for you. Oh, God. There's some, <laughs> I just gotta say. There's some very good teams. Uh, but we're super excited to play. And we've been talking about uh, limp, uh, modern strategy like crazy for the past couple of weeks, uh, Sam and Emma and I. So I'm, I'm really excited. 
So tune in. What time is it? Um, Sometime? Tuesday. Tuesday. Clear out your Tuesday. Just clear your Tuesday completely. <laughs> Tuesday, February 6th is the first evening. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's time for Flavor Text Theater Mad Libs edition. This is my favorite Flavor Text Theater. I'm not biased or anything, but it's my favorite. And what we're going to do, you hear that sound, that sweet crinkling Ooh. sound, is Megan cracking a pack of Rivals of Ixalan. And what she's going to do is take the Flavor Text that already exists on these cards, write it down, and leave some words out, much like a Mad Lib. And uh, Greg and I are going to have to fill these in, and hopefully we'll make, you know, great and memorable Flavor Text. Although I have to say... Rivals of Ixalan flavor text, I think, is very good. Is it? Yeah. 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 I noticed it's, it seems like a noticeable upgrade. I don't know what they're doing over there, but uh, kudos to them. So yeah. we're going to try and beat the masters at their own game by I, making just epic flavor text. I bet we can do it. You I think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so first I need a noun. Go ahead, Greg. Avocado toast. Ooh. Uh, Maria, a noun. Such a millennial noun. My noun is Greg. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, I need a proper noun. Ooh, I should have thing. Why did you, you use the Greg? I know. That has a capital letter. <laughs> really, <Yeah>. really <laughs> missed my chance there. Is, is it me? Yeah, Am yeah. We'll know? go back and forth. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, an adjective. An adjective. This is a describing word. I'm going to need another noun. Uh, so I'm going to say, um, uh, pantsless. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And a noun, Greg. Uh, toe socks. You know the socks that have the toes? Is that what they're called? Okay, yeah. All right. So this is for divine verdict. Oh, nice. Uh, The original text says, cunning warriors and dim-witted beasts alike fall under the church's harsh judgment. Wow. Uh, And the new one says, (laughs) cunning avocado toast and dim-witted Greg alike (laughs) fall under Oklahoma City's pantsless toe socks. Oklahoma City's pantsless toe socks is my so <laughs> new wave band. You can see it's some dive bar coming up. So yep. you're wearing no pants but toe pantsless socks. Pantsless toe socks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. It is all socks. the rage in OKC right now. <laughs> what I've heard. By the way, I have never been there. So coming I avocado now toast and dim-witted Greg. Well. Uh, <laughs> rough, rough. If you live in Oklahoma City and can confirm that pantsless toe socks is the current fashion, <laughs> please tweet at MTACast with the hashtag pantsless, pantsless toe, toe socks. socks. <laughs> I was trying to think of something better, but there nope, was just that's no. Just that's it. what it that's is. It. It's not as good as hashtag Greg's <laughs> My current favorite oh, that we've God. come up. I think you of can't all time. lie to us though. You can't say you're pro and go to the pro tour if you're not. You have to actually be going to this pro have tour. To. And you have to use hashtag it. Greg's deck list. Yeah. All right, I need a noun, Maria. Okay, and Greg, noun I'm going to need a proper is noun. So. A, a passion fruit. All right, the most passionate fruit. Uh, Greg. Darth Vader. All right, Maria, an adjective. Uh, kind of dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg, a verb. Sprint. And a noun. Pineapple pizza. <laughs> what right. is, what is, I must need to eat some fruit. <laughs> I know. Jeez. All right, uh, this is Fathom Fleet Border. Originally says, without frequent raids, orcs sometimes get bored and plunder their own ships. Hmm. 
Uh, and now it's without frequent passion fruit. Darth Vader sometimes gets kind of dumb, kind of dumb, and sprints his own pineapple pizza. <laughs> getting kind of dumb, you guys. You know without, what he's going to do. Without frequent passion fruit, Darth Vader gets kind of dumb. <laughs> oh, that's oh. great. That's great. All right. Uh, all right. We're moving on. I need another noun. Ooh. And after that, I'm going to need a place. So start thinking. Okay. okay. I'm going to go. Wait. Is you it go me? first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cream cheese wontons. Wow. All right. We just ate. <laughs> and yet it's not evident. Yeah. A place. Uh, my place is going to be uh, a, 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 a state of mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need an adjective. It's mopily. Like, oh. Yeah. Mopily. Oh, yeah, mopily. Mm. Yeah. It's a word. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, that's an adverb. Oh, so yes. Mopey. 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 That's way Mopey. better. Uh, I need a body part. Mmm. Ooh, Greg, okay, I feel okay, like I okay, now, okay, so start okay, thinking. Okay, uh, belly button lint. All right. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a body part, just for real. All right, gross, but. <laughs> uh, Greg, you're on noun. Maria, you're on adjective. Okay. Uh, as my noun, I'd like to submit the song "It's Not Easy Being Green" that All Kermit right. the Frog sings. Oh, great it's noun. It's not easy being. Green. The you can song. Put it, song. You can put it in quotes. The song. The song. It's not easy being green. Yes. Maria, an adjective. Uh, Greg, after that, I'm going to need an adjective from you, too. All right. This is my favorite adjective of, as of late. Buttery. All right. Buttery. <laughs> I think this one's going to make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> what, makes, what gives you that impression? Uh, uh, another adjective. And then, Maria, I'm going to need a verb from you. Ooh, oh, boy. Sloppy. 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 All right. Sloppy. And then a noun from you, Greg. Maria, verb. Verb. Uh, uh, the Macarena. Doing the Macarena. Doing the Macarena. All right. And a, and a noun, Greg. Saltine crackers. Saltine. Macarena. Boom, boom. Crackers. <laughs> I'm ready for this hot nonsense. <laughs> this one truly is <laughs> just like word, word salad. Okay. It's just like word salad once it's done. Orozka Frillback says the Frillbacks of Orozka soak up the sun on their tall spinal fins. They look slow and sleepy until they catch the scent of prey. Hmm. Okay. Spinal the, fins. <laughs> the cream cheese wontons of a state of mindfulness. <laughs> Soak up the sun on their mopey belly button <laughs> belly button lint the song. <laughs> it's not easy being green. Yeah. They, <laughs> they look Oh god. <laughs> I need to get it together. <sighs> they look buttery <laughs> and slow. <laughs> they look buttery and sloppy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Until they do the Macarena. 
of the scent of saltine crackers. Oh my god, they look buttery and sloppy until they do the macarena. Oh my god, wait, no, it's saltine crackers of prey until they do this until they do the macarena, the saltine crackers of prey. Mm. Oh my god, beauty. Wow, they look they look buttery. And sloppy. That's how I'm going to like say like when somebody says they have bedhead, I'm going to be like, I'm buttery and sloppy uh, right now. Buttery and sloppy. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Wonderful. Oh, there's more? Yep. There's a bunch. Oh, not a gosh. bunch. There's just two more. Okay. okay. Two more. Uh, okay. All right. I need an adjective. Ooh. Crunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need another adjective. Facetious. And I need a verb. Uh, Actually, I'm just sorry. I'm not taking facetious. You're not taking facetious? I'm scratching, I'm scratching Ooh, my need for a second it. adjective. I'm just using what's already on Okay, there. great. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry about uh, so that. We still so we need a verb? Sorry, I need a verb from you. Verb. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's my bad. It's an action yeah, word. A verb is an action word. It's something you do. For you. Well, I thought you had oh. one too. No, it's no, you. It's you. Oh, it's me. Yeah, yeah it's we you. skipped. Oh, I get it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sass was to me. I'm going to go with jump off a diving board. Ooh. All right. Not just jump. Ooh, nice. Specific kind of jump, really. Yes. All right. All right, so here is this card. It is Exultant Sky Marcher reads, We have come at last to this holiest of holy places. What was stolen from us long ago is ours once again. Wow. (laughs) God. (laughs) We have come at last to this crunkest of crunk places. What was jumped off a diving board from us long ago is ours once again. The crunkest of crunk places, Roska. Yep, yep. (laughs) Crunkest. We have come at last to this crunkest of crunk places. Roska's so crunk, you guys. All right, last one. Last one. Okay. All right, I need an adjective. I just gave a verb. It's your turn. All right, fine. Uh, I can never beat crunk. Um, <laughs> uh, like a soft rain. All right. Uh, another adjective, Greg. Maria, you're going to be on a noun. Ooh, got it. Dizzy. Ooh, that plays well into my noun. Oh, uh, what's your noun? <laughs> Dingus. Greg, I will also need a noun. Hummingbird. <laughs> Uh, I need an adjective, and then, Greg, I will need a title or job from you. Ooh. Uh, booty shaking. All right. Greg, a title or job. And Maria, a celebrity from you. Oh, great. Professional huh? Magic the Gathering player. <laughs> All right. Meta. Celebrity. Uh, Bob Ross. <laughs> Perfect. The joy All of right. painting. This is Strider Harness. Because the giant implacable death lizard wasn't scary enough already, Captain Brinley Rage. <laughs> because the, like a soft rain, dizzy, dingus hummingbird wasn't, <laughs> wasn't booty shaking enough already, <laughs> professional MTG player Bob Ross. <laughs> You 
know Bob Ross would have been all about it. A perf- <sighs> Uh, what was it? A booty shaking hummingbird? Because because the like a soft rain, dizzy dingus hummingbird wasn't booty shaking enough already. I, I certainly agree. Yes, I agree. Brilliant. Oh, dizzy dingus. Right. Yep. That From should be a magic card. <laughs> oh, oh once again, these lovely my rares goodness. we open into our giveaway. Po- That's right. Cool. Wait, what was oh, the what rare? What was the rare? Oh yeah, did Hold we? on. Oh, it was the big white dino flying dino. Elder dino. Yeah. Big I lost white dino card. flying dino. I mean, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Magic the Amateuring. Thanks so much to our amateur pro, Greg, for stopping by. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always fun being on your show. We're going to have to have you on again to talk about your experience at the Pro Tour and uh, just about, you know, pro things in the pro community. Pro, pro, pro. Yeah, I'm definitely the most informed person on that. (laughs) (laughs) You are on this show. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, Thank you again to our wonderful sponsors, cardkingdom.com slash mtacast, and especially to you you the supporters of this show over on patreon.com slash mtacast and remember you can also head over to that paypal link if you'd like to get your name up on the mta wall in ravnica yeah just Uh, one more time the link is paypal.me slash mtacast uh yeah so head on over to those places and thanks for you know thanks for listening thanks for existing and and listening and remember to uh put that reminder on your calendar to check out uh patreon.com uh at the end of the month because it will switch over i believe on the 2nd of february so you're gonna get charged on the first uh and it'll flip over on the second to our new patron model and uh we're gonna be kind of yelling at you about it in a gentle kind way like a soft rain uh throughout february to go and switch because um if we don't uh mta could end up in a very bad financial situation but we want to be able to do this for you because we we believe that we will be able to give you higher quality content in the future. So please help us and support us. And remember to do that on the 2nd of February. I'll be honest. I haven't done it yet. But if you're like me and you keep putting it off, now's the time. Well, now's not the time. Oh, now's not the time. Really? At the end of the month. At the end of the month. Wow. So it's good that I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah. I've been <laughs> feeling yes. guilty about yes. this for yes. weeks. No, 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 no. 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 At the Ooh, end of the month. At the end of the month. Okay. End of the month. Put it into your reminders right now. Your Google Cal. Set an alarm. Yeah. All those things. We'll remind you again, but, yes. you know, might as well just do it. Yeah. Also, personal plug, uh, I usually tweet a lot during tournaments, so if you want to follow me uh, on Twitter, I am at magic, like the card game we play, underscore m- my, uh, my last name, which is Michael, but it's spelled without an A, so it's M-I-C-H-E-L, and then there's a P. So all together, that's at magic Michael with an underscore uh, in it. Why do you uh, there have is, the P? There is no A. Uh, sometimes I say uh, my Twitter handle is Magic Michael. There is no A, and the P is silent. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, go follow Greg. Go follow (laughs) Greg. Sometimes I tweet selfies with planeswalkers, which is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, that's a good tweet at it with the hashtag Greg's (laughs) decklist.